0: This is espn new york tonight with larry hardesty and gordon damer on 98.7 espn this is espn new york tonight here's larry hardesty and gordon damer
1: ladies and gentlemen if you just heard or watched that nick game there are no words but we'll find some next Oh, we can't wait to hear from you. At 1-800-919-3776, some of you have already weighed in on Twitter, at Gordon Damer at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM. (laughs) Along with JP and Jake the Snake, we are here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN New York.
0: Hi, Gordon. Gordon, can, can we do some more draft talk? Does Mel sure. have a new, does he have a new hey, listen, one today no, from yesterday? No. Listen, let's break down. Let's break down the games with for this weekend. I'm good. I'm ready to go. I mean, it's
1: unbelievable. This was, this was as bad a loss because it's so many things. It's not just the turnovers. It's not just the bad free throw shooting. It's not just the inconsistent defense. It's They can't score. And Gordon, they're looking to their leader in Julius Randle, and he's got no answers. He's got no answers for himself. He's got no answers for anybody else. All he does is pass the ball because he knows he's he's not, he can't shoot it well. I mean, he was one of nine tonight. He knows he wasn't getting it done. Uh, we talk about it. Kay spoke about it. You and I have talked about it. Him and these officials are totally in his head. If he doesn't get a call, he's lost it. And right now, right now, Gordon, this season is this season could take a real nasty turn. They are right on the precipice of making this a total four or five step backward from what they did last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, tonight was, I agree with you, I think it probably was the worst loss. I know they lost to uh, the Thunder earlier this year. I mean, they've had some bad losses, but I mean, the fact that they came out after those two recent losses and were flat to start again, and were kind of fortunate that it was a close game at the half. I think it was four or five points. And then mm-hmm. they came out in the third quarter, and they stunk up the joint again. They were worse in the third quarter than they were to start the game. They were The, the effort was nowhere acceptable. Obviously, the execution was nowhere acceptable. They did not match up anywhere with the Pelicans. And I didn't realize the Pelicans started out so poorly this year. But -hmm. since their terrible start, they're 16-16. and The Pelicans have figured more things out playing without their superstar in Zion than the Knicks have. Yeah, it's true. Wow. I mean, that's true. I think it's time to say that this team is not any good. No. And here's the one thing that I'll say, you know, because I know last night a lot of people were hammering Tibbs. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that Tibbs' um, strength was that he was going to be the type of coach that makes sure that guys play hard every night. They might not be the most talented, but they're going to play hard. They're going to give their all. And he's not doing that. Not tonight. This should have tonight. And, and more times than not. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's more times than not that – well, I'll say this. You turn on the game and you wonder, like, oh, is tonight a night they're going to show up? Yeah. That's a bad sign for a coach who's that supposed to be his strength.
1: It is. It is. And listen, they gave up 35 points in the third. Now we know the third quarter has been an issue all season. All right. You cannot get outscored 35-15. To the Pelicans. To Larry. the Pelicans. At who, home. Who are who came in 16 and 28 and had lost five in a row on the road. Oh my you can't God. do it. That's that's unacceptable. It just is. And listen. For all the folks who called up Larry Gordon, Tibbs is not this. This team's done. Let's play the kids." But you know what? You guys, it might be time.
0: Yeah, a couple more it weeks like this. Yeah, no, a couple yeah. more weeks like this it might you be will, time. You know, the problem is, is they always kind of float in the middle. That's right. Um, and I think that I, I know it doesn't feel like it tonight, but they'll they'll figure out a way so that the roof does not completely cave in. But this season. And this team I mean they're just not very good no they don't not. know what, what ways what, what other way to say it they're just not nope. very good
1: nope they're not and and you know what and here's the thing Gordon and especially tonight and it's not usual like this and even though the bench fought back you knew they weren't winning this game no, the bench fought never, back you, you know right
0: they got it to like eight that was like the, the run yeah. you know
1: absolutely and you knew they weren't fine but but you know what this this team had a, had a stronger chin last year yeah absolutely they had a stronger chin I'm not saying that they get knocked down easy but they they get staggered a lot and and it's hard for them to recover and the reason why it's hard for them to recover is very simple it's because their leader is struggling right now offensively Julius Randle can't figure it out I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it's it's the contract I don't know whether it's because there's fans in the garden I don't know what it is but Gordon until he figures it out where he can kind of save them to the point that you can get other people going and other people don't feel like, okay, man, Julius can't get it. I got to get the ball. And then as we say over and over again, right? He wants to bring the ball up and this jump in the air passing. It's just a, stop. Okay. Pass it. If you're going to pass it, just pass it on the ground. This I'm going to go up, but you know what? Maybe I'm not going to go up because I think I see somebody open. So I'm going to swing it to them. And they're expecting you to put it up because you know you're the you're, you're the guy on this team, Gordon. You're the guy, and right now it is just it's 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 scary how bad it is. This, this is as bad a loss as they've had because, as you mentioned,
0: there was no effort. None. They didn't have
1: no the whole, effort the whole, at Basically, all.
0: the entire game, they did not bring the necessary effort to play against again the New Orleans Pelicans.
1: Here's all you need to know about tonight. Obi Toppin played 19 minutes, Gordon. He didn't score. He had a block and two rebounds. He took one shot and he was a plus 15. That tells you how bad the rest of the guys were. He yeah. didn't score and he he was a plus 15. Because when he was out there with the rest of those guys, Gordon, they had energy. They were fighting. They were trying to play defense. They were pushing the basketball. They were trying to move around and do some things. That's why he, he, uh, Burks, who, who found his shot a little bit tonight, was a plus nine. Uh, quickly, who showed you a little bit, even though he couldn't buy a basket, two of nine wow. from three, uh, he was a plus 15. And, and, you know, everybody on the bench, with the exception of, of Taj Gibson, was a plus. And once again, it's the same thing. If the bench plays well, the starters don't play well. If the starters play well, the bench doesn't play well. If 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 uh, you know if if one guy's in foul trouble, there's two guys in foul trouble. If, if if one guy doesn't shoot the free throws well, nobody shoots the free throws well. It is, it is a bad team right now, in a bad situation, and like I said, they are right on the edge of this season going totally south, totally south.
0: And they brought it up on the post game on m s g and they they nailed it perfectly. There's never any carryover for any individual nope. player Nope. like there's never an a, a stretch of games where the same two or three guys play well two or three games in a row. Nope, it's unbelievable, so yeah, Randall was brutal tonight. Oh. uh the starters were brutal tonight oh. uh it's just um and uh by the way. You know, FanDuel was running a promotion for the Knicks game where, like, mm-hmm. it, the more people that bet on the game, you get a bigger line. They should start running a promotion where you guess who – what player you've never heard of before <laughs> is going to go off on the Knicks. And Jose Alvarado, you're the winner of the pool tonight because uh, he had 13 points. <laughs> it seemed like he got wherever he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I mean, just uh, – I don't generally get upset with this Knicks team because I, 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 I understand the limitations. that They're not a great team, but tonight was the first night I was watching it and I felt like I was completely wasting my time because they put up no effort whatsoever. And uh, I would expect the people are going to be angry. Oh, they should be.
1: Yeah. They should be. And Gordon, they should be angry. They should be embarrassed for how they played because they gave you nothing. Nothing. And, and, and once again... A couple of bad calls, and they take themselves right out of the game. Oh, a mean, couple it, of bad ones, and it's just like, we're done. We we're, we're, we're we can't tell. These referees are just not. Meanwhile, they're parading to the free throw line missing free throws.
0: Well, at least they it shot wasn't more, more three-pointers.
1: They shot more free throws than New Orleans did, not they're complaining. Yeah. Okay, now look, a couple of those calls, I get it. But, Gordon, you know what you do? You shut up, and you get back on
0: defense. Right. I mean, there's 100 calls in a game. You know, you can't, you can't get worked up over every single thing. And no. I get it. The Randall got hit in the face in that one play, got upset. He, he is beyond, at this point, getting the benefit of the doubt in terms no. of losing his cool because he no. loses his cool all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, Julius, I hate to say it, but, you, you know, you're not Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be the type of thing where you get breathed on and you're going to get every foul call in the world. So, um, yeah, I mean, they get more worked up for the fouls they feel like they deserve than the start of the game. Yeah. If they showed the, if they showed the fire and desire, and I'm sounding like Clyde here, to start <laughs> the game that they, they do when, when they get the, the fouls that they think that they should get, mm-hmm. they would be in much better stead. They wouldn't be down 27-17 to 17 to the Pelicans at home.
1: You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And what that is from Julius Randle, Gordon, is that's frustration. That's frustration in himself. That's frustration that the way the team is going. That's frustration that he can't figure out why his shot is not going. And Gordon, his shot, he wasn't even close to the basket tonight. I mean, one of nine, he wasn't even, I mean, you looked, there was no, you had no, it was no rhythm to him. There was nothing. There was no, none of those shots were going. And, and Zerbiak, as you're right, Zerbiak said it on the post game. He is lost. He can't figure out what's going on. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do. He can't find a shot. He he has been in,
0: really, with a couple of exceptions, he's been in a season-long offensive slump. Randall, Kemba, and Fournier, by my math, which is always questionable, 5 for 23 tonight. I actually thought that was, oh, no, excuse me. It's 4 for 23.
1: Yeah. R.J. Barrett actually had a,
0: pretty good well game I mean compared wise. to the people he was playing with yeah. he was like Dr. J I mean yeah. come on I mean he was 17.6 boards yeah a yeah. couple of assists six of 13
1: yeah, yeah he did he gave you something but you know here's the thing Um, uh, I know a bunch of you want to talk at one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. 919 3776 here's the thing Gordon the other part of this if, if the threes aren't going early give them up give them
0: up well, look, I can, get the lane, yeah, I, I mean, I understand. Like, you know, shooters shoot. The problem is the Knicks. I, I think that they kind of kind of got fooled into. Remember the start of the season when they were shooting the lights mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they've kind of fooled themselves into thinking they're a great three-point shooting team. Tonight, yeah. tonight, <laughs> tonight, things evened out. Even out? No, it's, yeah. it's
1: nine nine of of 38. 23.7. twenty-three point
0: seven.
1: Let's round it up to make them feel better. Twenty-four percent.
0: Yeah, that seems yeah. high. That seems higher than what it felt like watching the game.
1: 38 from 38 total. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was not. Oof. That, that was. Oh, God. That, that, you know what? That was like a couple of years ago when it was like yeah. you turn on a Nick game and it was like, you know, you're, right. you're sitting there just waiting for it to be over. Yep. The it's phone true. is calling you, you know. You're sitting watching the game and you're bored by the game. So then you, you start looking at the phone. Let me see what I can find on my phone mm-hmm. while the game's going on in the background. Tonight was just a complete waste of time.
1: It's bad. It's bad.
0: I, and I don't know what
1: they can do to turn it around. I don't know what they can do, Gord, because who who are you trading for now? That would that that wants to come here while this team is playing like this. You might as well ride it out and see what you can do in the offseason. I'm just saying. I mean, what what who, who would want to come here?
0: Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really seem like the people no. that are here want to stay here with the way they're really? playing.
1: You're right. You're right. ESPN New York Tonight. Here on 98.7 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Before we get to the calls, Mark Berman, Steve Popper, both beat writers for the Daily News, have tweeted out, Knicks say team is not making Julius available. It's the seventh, according to Steve Popper, it's the seventh straight game he has not spoken. Mark Berman says they... Um, he has not
0: spoken eight of the last nine games is that since the is that since the thumbs down stuff i think so yeah I think so yeah i mean you you might like the i think the the plan has been the, to use Julius to go out and find yourself you know as a package to to get an upgrade in terms of who your star player is way mm-hmm. things are trending right now you might have to you might have to uh set your sights a little lower and to get this guy someplace else. Uh, I mean, it just kind of feels like it's trending that way.
1: I agree. It really does. It really does. All right, let's go to the phone. Spike, you're up first. I see you're tweeting already. What, what's that you tweeting uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson on Twitter, Spike? What's going
0: on?
2: I'm quoting Roy Orbison. It's over.
1: <laughs> well, I
0: thought Remember you were singing. Roy Even Roy Orbison <laughs> could have seen the Knicks were terrible tonight.
2: Let me tell you something, guys. This was the worst in the last, since the 217 game-win seasons. Julius Randle is paying for the thumbs down. You can never do that, Larry Gordon. You and I have talked about that. You can't win the crowd back once you lost them. And I referred back to 1987 when I had season tickets, and they did that to Patrick Ewing with the posters. I won't relive that disgusting scene. It's unforgivable. This team has quit. This, their star, which I told you all along, was an aberration, and I gave them full credit. As you both know, We all three of us, we, are, we were aghast of how great his season was. I kept mm-hmm. insisting you can't go from 28 to 41%. If you're not making the threes, and I said it to Michael yesterday, for crying out loud, stop shooting them. But he every time he doesn't get a call, he sulks. He's not playing hard. And don't think it doesn't trickle down. And why he's not using Deuce McBride? I know he's playing hard in practice. I found out from some people. You got a team that one guy can handle the ball on, and he plays 30% of the time? How are you supposed to win with this team? Jake on the pre-pickup asked me about R.J. Barrett. Listen – He's he's almost a clone of Julius Randle being left-handed, but at least he goes to the right. This is pitiful to lose to this team. Just quitting them. And and I'll tell you another thing that really bothered me. Obi Toppin is not a shooter. He hasn't developed a shot. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But they're sticking him in the corner. It shows you how valuable Debra Rose was to Obi Toppin when he played. Uh This was as bad as it gets. And, Gordon, I couldn't have said it better than you said it. This... Uh, you're looking for something else to watch. And this is the first time all year, or maybe the second time, I felt this way. This is disgusting basketball, and my buddy Buddha, who I love, I tried to peddle Julius Randle to him early. Remember, Larry? Yeah, and then I know. the second night he came back. Then he came back and said, I thought it over. Forget about it.
1: Yep. You're not it's getting funny them now. Funny. Yeah. It's too yeah, late.
2: Randle's got the, he's got the curse of the Garden crowd on him now. He can't. Yeah. He can't play again here. And doesn't he get fined for not making himself available?
1: Uh, it depends on on what they do. See if 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 the if the team doesn't make him available, I think it, it's wording. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be made available, but if the team doesn't make him available, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how that goes now. But yeah, it used to be that you had to deal yeah. with the media at some point in time. Spike, thanks for the phone call. Yeah. Otherwise, you you would be fine, but. I'm not sure how that goes right now. Uh, go ahead, Gordon.
0: Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I disagree with Spike on this one thing about like him losing the crowd. If he were to play well, the Nick fans would forget it. Like I, the Nick fans I know were more cons- like more upset that the media was making the thumbs down thing uh, a thing rather than what the thumbs down actually signified to the fans. Mm-hmm. So if he were to go out there and play well at some point. The fans will will get over that very quickly, especially Nick fans. I mean, they yeah. are, all they want is for their team to win and for their guys to play hard. And they already have a kind of us against them in terms of either you're with us or you're against us. And um, if he were to go and play well, he would be with them uh, and they would be with him.
1: I mean, other than
0: maybe a handful of games, he hasn't played well on the road either. <laughs> no, no, he has not had a good year. And, you know, look, last year... There was a legit question. Was last year the resetting of what an expectation should be for Julius Randle because he put in all this work and he changed his body and now he had a coach in Tibbs who believed in him and he was the number one guy. And now we're seeing that, no, last year was a great year. It was a career year, but it was an aberration. It's not, there's no carryover from last year. That's not who he is as a player. That year will always stand out in terms of what his maximum possibilities were, but they're not, he's not going to match that. Nope, he's not going
1: to do it. We'll continue the conversation next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer
1: Talking Knicks. So bad. At 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter. At Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. <laughs> Gordon, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Steve in the car. He's next on
3: 98.7. Hey, guys. i just driving home to Jersey from the Knicks game. A couple observations. I haven't been to the guard in a while. Uh, first of all, the Knicks are never shooting in rhythm. And I got to ask what the coach has in place as an offensive system. Um, yeah, they're shooting badly, but if they're shooting in rhythm, they're going to be a better shooting team, and I'm just not seeing that. I don't know what offensive scheme they have. They, they eat up half of, the, half of the shot clock, and then somebody's taking a shot. Um, they are mentally and physically not as tough as their opponent. Their guards are small. I was, when you see them live, you see that physically the guards on the other team are a lot stronger. This coach has got to do something to get them into an offensive rhythm, and tonight was just ridiculous. I mean, I haven't seen a middle school basketball game where a team threw the ball into the hands of the other team so that they could just run out a fast break and score as many times as I saw tonight at the Garden. But I think they have the talent. If I, I think the coach has got to do something. I think someone has got to identify someone that Julius Randle is going to listen to to get his mentality right. He's a talented guy. When you see him live, he's a good passer, but their heads are all off on this team. And it begins with him. And someone's got to try to come in there and fix it. And the coach isn't doing his job. I don't
1: think. All right, Steve, thanks for the phone call. Listen, the offensive thing that that's been an issue with Tom Thibodeau. It's been a criticism and it's justified. Uh, I just wish they would go to simple stuff. Gordon, just give me a pick and roll. Can you do a pick and pop? Can, Can you do something of that nature? I, it really starts with not having a point guard, right, Gordon? As we yep, sang that absolutely. song over and oh over God. again, <laughs> you know, uh, because you know everybody's bringing the ball up. Either Julius Randall brings it up, or RJ Barrett brings it up, or Kemba Walker brings it up. And there's no there, there's no set to it. There's no like the call said. There's no rhythm, but it doesn't seem like there's a game plan. And no. they were called they they were quoting Evan Fournier, and this tells you all you need to know. And they quoted him again tonight when he told the media a couple of weeks ago that we ride whoever's hot that night. So that means, okay, let's see who's hot. Yeah, and I get that. That's what you should do. But you shouldn't – shouldn't you start the game? Okay, look, Julius randall has been struggling. Let's run someplace to get Randall going. Uh, Fournier's been struggling. Let's run someplace to get Fournier's going. When they were winning games, Gordon, when they first got back, uh, they they ran a couple of plays for Fournier right away. He got a couple of threes, got them going, and then that seemed to open some things up. Once again, to your point, they just don't do anything consistently. So you they do it maybe twice, it works, maybe it doesn't work, or they 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 out-coach themselves or whatever. It's it's just a mess.
0: Yeah, it feels like every offensive set is like either Randall brings the ball up or whoever does bring it up. They get it to Randall right away, and then he just kind of decides what he's going to do. Uh, either pass it to some. It doesn't seem to be any real system. Um, mm-hmm. And in terms of rhythm, I, at least tonight, I think I have more rhythm than they had <laughs> offensive rhythm, which is is a real bad state for for the Knicks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big Ben's in the Bronx. Ben, you're next on ninety eight
0: seven.
4: Hey man, how you doing, man? I had a good conversation with the guy who picks up the phone, man. <laughs> he has guy. a
0: lot of conversations. <laughs> that guy yeah, who picks the up the phone, smart. he has a ton of conversations. Go ahead, Ben. I'm yeah, sorry. he
4: got because he know what he's talking about, yeah. though, man. But listen, man, listen, we need to cut our ties and let let Randall go, Randall you know what i'm saying for all it for all intents and purposes he looked good last year but he got he has his pacifier in his mouth and every time he takes the pacifier out of his mouth he starts crying like a little baby he looks like a little baby on there right now man and it looks, and it looks bad man and he got the whole team pacifier looking looking sad man uh quickly don't know what he's doing when he gets the ball he he's the point he's the he's the shooting guard he doesn't know what he's doing man and he looks at randall like oh randall's going to bark at me Come on, listen, enough is enough. Y'all, y'all gave him this 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 forum like he was the superstar. He's a, he's a star, not a superstar. And it's it's time for us to take take these guys and get a little trade going on. I like I like uh the one of the ball brothers, the one that they didn't play. I wouldn't mind having him in New York. He'll he'll <laughs> he'll give us some he'll give us some shine. You mean LaMelo? I don't know. What do you think? Ben, the one, uh, one who's in, in, in the garden the
1: other day Okay. Or, on Martin Luther King's birthday. Okay, here's what I think, Ben. Here's what I think. Thanks for the phone call. Julius Randle signed, correct me if I'm wrong, Gord. four-year
0: extension, $117 million? It was four years. I don't remember what the money was, but it was significant.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who is going to trade for you, Julius
0: Randle, the way Julius Randle is playing now? But, he, but like even let's say that there is a team let's let's say that you can mind meld with another GM. Where are the players that would become available who are significant upgrades that you could trade for? You know, like I, I get that Randall's not a superstar. We all agree on that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he's the Knicks' star player, and until you can find and identify somebody else who is, is at least at his level, if you're going to keep him or Someone who's way above his level that you can trade him for? You know, these games are on TV. Everybody gets to see them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this idea, well, we got to take him and trade him to this other team.
1: They They're know what he's doing.
0: Right. They know <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah, sure. Both we'll take him. Listen, and
1: Buddha, Buddha's next from the Bronx. He's up on 98.7 ESPN. Listen, even Buddha wouldn't trade for him, and and, and, and he's—they were going to trade him for a guy who's not even playing.
0: Oh, you know what? Let me—I'm sorry, Buddha. Uh, just let me say this one thing: any Knicks fan or any NBA fan who thinks that Ben Simmons trading for Ben Simmons would fix the Knicks' problems, you're out of your ever-loving mind. Get help. Go see somebody. Talk to a team of people because you're nuts. Sorry, Hi, Go ahead. Okay, I'll just follow that up with a (laughs) (laughs) bing-bong. It's all been downhill since bing-bong. It's all been downhill since bing-bong.
5: Listen, I love
0: y'all so much. Y'all don't even understand.
5: You know, this is the only show where you get the real purity of answer. Listen, callers have said it. Last guy spoke about it. You guys have spoke about it in the beginning. Also, Judas Randall is untradeable. we all know that. But, you know, the Knicks situation is very difficult. You know, they made the wrong choice with the coach. They really did. I mean, at this point, it makes absolutely no sense to not be playing these young guys and trying to get into that lottery. You're not trading for anybody who's going to change this around. I mean, I guess your coach, you know, if if he loves defense so much, you could trade Ben Simmons to the Knicks. And you talk about Julius Randles, you could keep him. I'll take Kimber, I'll take Fournier, and I'll take Orby. That'll make that money matchup and you guys can have a point guard who plays defense and can't hit a free throw like everybody else in the rest of the Mrs. Buddha. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll talk soon. 1 800 919 3776. More of your calls and our comments next on 987 ESPN. Hey. Come on. It's ESPN New York tonight on 987 ESPN.
0: Going to a bunch of people who want to talk, but, but you got something for me, huh? Yeah, I was reading uh, Tim Bontemps uh, has an article oh, yeah. about the Knicks and what's gone wrong this year. Now, it came out before this game, obviously, but, you know, just to kind of highlight Randall, I thought he had a really good um, take on it. He's talking about Randall, you know, that last year was a little bit of fool's gold, and there, there had to be some regression that had to be expected. Um, But he's talking about, you know, the the fact that last year he shot 41% from three this year, 31%. Even this year's 31% clip from behind the arc is the third highest of Randall's career. But Randall also ranks in the top five in difficulty of shots created off the dribble. (laughs) He also runs a um, he's also run a league leading 651 isolation and post up plays this year among the 31 players who have run at least 225 such plays, Randall ranks 27th in efficiency.
1: So yeah, 27th because, out of 31st. And we see it all the time yep, because he absolutely. pounds the basketball into the ground, he dribbles into a double team
0: mm-hmm. or waits
1: for a double team, and then he ends up with a fallaway shot.
0: Yeah. It, it's, and it last is, year he hit those shots. He had a ton of difficult shots last year, and, and that's not something long-term that's going to last. No, last.
1: because <laughs> people go to school on you. Right. You know, and make up your mind. Have an idea of what you're going to do when you get the basketball. Quick decisions sometimes are better. Why don't you just one one dribble and put the ball up? Why why wait for the double team? I don't get it. You know, and then and then when he decides to pass it, it's like, oh, well, what am I going to do with it now? It's like, it's right, you left. take it. You do you do something, right? You do it. Oh, so frustrating. Popcorn is in Babylon. What's up, popcorn? God. Oh, my God. Thanks, man. Thanks for taking my call. Let me say
6: something. Look here, man. You know what? It's a mindset, man. And the thing is, is that, you know what? Like I said, man, once a cucumber becomes a pickle, it's a deal. But he's in the garden, okay? And so he can still be fertilized, okay? Because for the simple fact that now, you know, you got these guys, man, and you going in there. You got fans and doing this other stuff, and then somebody's in his head, man. It's all this crap is in his head. And like I said, man, you got a lot of locker room goons, man, where, you know, you yelling at the, at, at the guys that are not doing the right thing. And, you know, it's a lot of things that intangibles that are associated with, you know, um, professional players, man, that we don't know about. You understand? When they go into that locker room, man, now who's putting the pressure on who? Because he didn't make the right pass. These, this is the playground stuff that even though we say, man, but you now you're a professional doesn't mean that you have a professional mindset. And mm-hmm. so what happens is, boom, now he don't let all these fans and everybody get in his head so now it has just become, you know, a covenant to, to the fact that, you, you know what, everything's going to go the wrong way until your mindset gets back. And like I said, yo, you, they got janitor jobs, man, and they got window washers.
1: You know what, Popcorn, I let did- me tell you this, and th- thanks for the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you this. It's very simple. So we talk about the mindset? Gordon, he has not recovered from Atlanta's five-game series last season. Yeah. He hasn't recovered. Yeah. He hasn't. It's very yeah, simple. I, I he also has not think recovered. That he's
0: just not, he, he just was not the player that we saw last year. He was it for last year, and it mm-hmm. was a weird year last year, and the no fans and stuff like that, but he was. I don't think he was ever really that player outside of last year. And uh, you're right. I mean, you know, any chance that the Knicks might have had – uh, of taking him off that great year and shipping him someplace and, and bringing back something of uh, a better player. I think that that was sunk with the performance he put up in the playoffs.
1: No question about it. Uh, Robertson, Brooklyn. He's next on 98.7. Hey,
3: how you doing guys tonight? How's everything? Hey, Robert. Um, listen, a quick, uh, tra- three Nick uh, points. First of all, why does this team get off to these bad, bad starts? That's what I don't understand. They're always behind. Every time you turn around, they're down 30 to 15, 25, 10. They're always constantly, constantly behind. You know? They can't shoot. They don't and, shoot. And, well. the second one, and the second thing I got to call is why isn't all these ball players. That hang out in the Brooklyn area. They come from Manhattan. They come into the garden and they destroy us all the time. I am getting so sick and tired of that. Of these guys coming to the garden and destroying us. And are we in the playing game right now, guys, or or not?
1: We were eleventh, I think. uh, Thanks for the call, Robert. We were, I think, it was eleventh when they started. So
0: I'll take a look. Yeah, I I don't know. But to answer
1: your question, because. As players from here, the, the five boroughs in Long Island and Jersey, the Tri-State area, the Garden is is the place to play. This is where you strive to play. This is where you, you, if you have any hope of playing, it's like you shoot in the backyard on the playground. Like I'm at the Garden. I'm at the, I'm at MSG. People cheering, nineteen thousand five hundred folks. That's where we are. So we understand what it what, what it means to play here and the respect of Madison Square Garden. It's the players from the Knicks who don't really feel it. No. Gordon, they're the ones that don't appreciate it. This kid from Brooklyn, he's like, are you kidding? His family's here. Coach is here. Going, he's ready to put on a show. He's yeah, ready and to put he, on he, show. he did. And, dead.
0: and he did. Absolutely. And, yes, the Knicks are 11th right now. They're a game behind Toronto and uh, the Celtics. So they're technically a game out of ninth. I, I'll be honest. With you, would you rather be 10th or would you rather be 11th? If I told you the end of the season, right, either you can be in the lottery or you can – Sneak in on the last playoff spot to, you know, the play in to, to consider yourself in the playoffs.
1: The way they played this year, I'd rather be out. I'd rather be out, too. I'd rather be out because because if they if they find a way to make it. Oh, OK. we, we Tibbs got them going late. We found a way. See, we knew it would work. And then you won't make the changes that you need to make. You'll talk yourself into okay. It took a little longer than we thought. It's not as bad as it is. Okay, we just need one or two fixes here, a couple of tweaks. We had some injuries. Exactly. Exactly. COVID. No, Derek Rose was out two months. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, and listen, yes, all that's a factor. But you guys weren't playing great when Derek Rose was playing.
0: No, you've never played (laughs) outside of the start of the season when they won the four the four out of the first five, and you're thinking to yourself, "All right, Knicks are really rolling here." It's been. it's not been good, it's and it's not been, been consistently not good. Absolutely, Eli's
1: in Washingtonville. Hey, Eli, what's up? Listen, uh, yeah, what's going on, guys? Listen, it's up.
7: I'm gonna have her in my two points. Uh, you know, I called him before, and like I said, Tom Thibodeau is the defensive coordinator uh, of basketball. He, listen, he's good when it comes to defense, but when he he's for offense, he's lost. You know, I don't know, Julius Randle is probably looking at him telling him, yo, what, what could I do to improve my offense? He's like, oh, I don't know, you know, it beats me. You know, you, you have to figure it out yourself. Because his, his philosophy is just to shoot three-pointers and have Julius Randle uh, run the point. That's it. That's, that's his philosophy. But uh, and my other point is, listen, like I said before, general management is a lost art in New York City. All the teams have owners that are willing to give up the money, but the general management part of all of these teams, maybe the Mets right now have seen a little bit of the light, but all these teams, their general management skills are horrible. I don't know how Memphis, the Grizzlies, listen, this kid Morant, even with this kid Morant out, they're building a team from scratch, that could be a contender in in, in, the, back, in, the, in the West, and I don't know
1: why they can't do it. Well, it's very simple, uh, Eli. Thanks for the phone call. They don't get the they don't get the number one and number two picks in the lottery, Gordon. They get six or four. So they never get the top ones. You know, right. you, you had you had a draft where, and look, we don't know what R.J. Barrett's going to be. OK, he's shown some signs, but you had a draft, OK, where uh, Zion Williamson went. And I don't know, maybe with the injuries, he wouldn't have been good here either. Gordon, don't know. But you had Zion Williamson, you had John Moran, and you ended up with neither one of those top two guys. You're either not in the running or somebody chooses the player you want right before you see foul on the Steph Curry. Take getting drafted seventh when you were picking eight.
0: And look, and some of it has been bad management. I mean, you know, Absolutely. the Steph Curry year, they they decided to uh, pass on DeMar DeRozan, who won one pick after them. So, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of mistakes. Uh, they got a lot of work to do. I think this past off season, they wanted to try and improve the overall talent to kind of uh, further establish a level of credibility, not make the big move. They want to keep that, that flexibility so that that big name becomes available. They can move within the salary cap. Unfortunately, I think they got a little tricked into thinking that maybe they were a little further along than they actually are.
1: Absolutely. Charlie's in Elmhurst. He's next on ninety eight seven. What's up, Chuck?
8: Hey, hey, Larry and Gordon. So I listened to the post game on the on the MSG and I don't have no I have no idea what to say. And Alhan, he said this could be rock bottom, man. And I kind of agree. It's it's rock bottom.
0: I, 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 I wouldn't. World. I wouldn't get your hopes up on rock bottom.
8: <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't. I think. I think you will respond, but like, but in terms of this team, I mean, seem consistent. Like, you know, coming out of first quarter, just no energy. Today was the worst one. Today's the worst game of the year in terms of low energy. The third quarter was an absolute joke. The free throw is just such a viral epidemic. I mean, Larry, Gordon, I'll work my tails off to be like, let's say 85% free throw shooter from the line. I'll work my tails off to be like that. Instead, these guys are missing free throws. That is like what? What, I mean, it's like twelve or thirteen today. It's
1: like it's worse. Charlie, I, mean, I tell you this, course. my friend, and thanks for the it's, phone call. I would take, I would take seven of ten. <laughs> You're talking about eighty-five percent, not me, my friend. I would take seven of ten. Thanks, Charlie. We'll talk again. That's what I would do, Gordon. It, it's and it's and it it's not just one person. They, this is what happened to them last year early. They were missing free throws like this. It was like, oh, you guys come on, stop.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's they just, they have a lot of problems right now, um, and the free throws is certainly part of it. Uh, I, I, to me, the number one thing is the effort thing. Uh, yes. I, I just can't, I can't, I, I can't get behind you if you can't give me the effort, especially to start games. And if that were to happen once, it would be inexcusable. It happens on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It happens more nights than than it doesn't happen, and... I think that some of the, the, the criticisms of Tibbs is fair. Some of it, I think, is a little overkill because the team is just not playing very well. But if you're the guy that is brought here and the number one thing you bring, defense, effort, we're going to go hard every single night, well, then what happens when you don't? That's on that's on the coach. The coach is not getting them ready to play every single night. Nope. I, I don't know how you fix that.
1: You got to bend some people, Gordon. Yeah, no problem that's the only way, Kimba. right? Had no problem benching Kimba. I mean, he benched them in the fourth quarter, which and deservedly so. Nobody deserved to come back from there, nobody. And it's almost you know what it's like, Gordon. And I'm not trying to start any locker room nonsense, okay? It's almost like Gordon. Th- sometimes you look at them; it's like they don't like each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you look at this, it, like you know they're looking. You know, it's like they 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 haven't. They there's there's very. There's very little consistent chemistry on this team. Very little consistent chemistry. There just is. And and it's all added when you don't play well. All these things come up when you don't play well. You always look worse when you're not playing well and you're losing. And then to your point, when you're not – there's no effort there.
0: I mean, that's inexcusable.
1: You know, where there's a foul – and you're back there yelling at the official while your guy is moving the ball, putting putting on a a five on three
0: break. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's and it happens all too often. All, all too often. I mean, it happens every single game. It feels like they're down ten points in the first quarter every single game. And look, yep. I, you know, first halves of of NBA games, I don't get uh, too crazy about it because you know the important stuff happens in the second half. You know, generally you can't play your way out of a game in the first half. But boy, oh boy, the Knicks do try. I mean, they, every single night, they're, they're giving it up to the other team. It's crazy. It is. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.